Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. Today, it's my honor to introduce you to Cindy Heath. Cindy is a women's health educator, founder of Real Beautiful, and author of the book, Real Beautiful, The Secret Energy of the Mind, Body, and Spirit. She is a mother to six beautiful daughters who possess in their scientific and energetic bodies to create beauty, power, healing, happiness, success, heaven, and more. All of the magic and miracles of life. Welcome, Cindy. It's such an honor to have you here today. Honor to be here with you too, Shan. We came together, gosh, I guess it's been a couple of months ago for our first conversation where we found that we had several friends in common we didn't even know. <laughs> and, yes. and, and so much more than that. And, and so when you said yes to being part of the Divine Feminine Spotlight, I thought this is so great how this happens, the synchronicities in our lives. And I'd love to begin our conversation with you sharing a significant transformation that you've experienced. That's how we begin all of our conversations. And it's a great place to start as we talk about how we come into our own and move through transition with grace. I uh, thank you, and I. For me, it's exciting to talk about um, transformation because I feel that we're transforming in every minute, as I know you understand and believe as well. And that transfer, I'm starting to see transformation in a, a very different perspective. So I had a very large transformation happen to me in 2010, in the beginning, you know, of writing the book which I was quite ill with pneumonia and had a near-death experience, which I actually share that information inside my book. Mm. So interesting and synchronistically enough, this past winter, I end up having another, I call it a mystical virus. I was largely out of commission for almost two and a half to three months. Mm. And it was progressive, like started more intense. And then, you know, as the healing uh, came through time, you know, I had more and more kind of energy and ability. But it was very uh, mysterious. But at the same time, obviously, having the insight um, because of this connection to higher awareness, I say my Kundalini yoga practices really, really opened up the clarity and understanding transformation and the things that are happening to me. So as much as the first large transformation was about um, experiencing death uh, through the near-death experience, being ill and recovering from it, but getting the message and the illness and knowing that the pneumonia was really about healing um, traumas connected to my own kind of self-love mm -hmm. and my own lack of honor for myself, you know, as a woman and um, connected to this divine feminine energy that we should all, we all have the opportunity to, that this mystical virus was actually bringing me to the fear of my own death one more time. But the insight that I received, the reason for it was to actually just cleanse this fear outside of me, like cleanse it on a cellular level 
So sometimes transformations are, you've already done a lot of legwork and you seem to have this, another eruption, you know, another disturbance, another um, emotional experience or illness that you're thinking, wow, you know, I thought I went through all of this before. But this time it was about releasing this old imprint of energy on a cellular level, but it brought me through once again, needing to face my fear of death. I've had a fear of death since my mother died when I was 25 years old, always questioned, you know, where is she? Where is heaven? I worked in palliative care with uh, people that were dying. So I was exposed to death and witnessing, you know, people living in one moment and passing on in the next. So I was questioning. So this is very synchronistic in, in the sense that these are the transformations that are coming to me. When I uh, became a Kundalini Yoga teacher, you're given a spirit name and my name was Akal Sahai Kar. It was given to me based in numerology, which means undying and always connected to the infinite. Mm. So, so even my spirit name, you know, it's like these signposts that keep guiding me to my purpose, to the work that I need to do. I needed to undo uh, for good on an energetic and cellular level this fear of death my own death, <laughs> death in general, that was really blocking my ability to, to move forward on my path, you know, sharing my message. So within the transformation, I, the insight was given to me, I worked at, I, I embraced, I, I accepted that, you know, uh, right now if I'm down and out, it's because there's healing taking place. I stepped into my own fears. I really looked at my own health and insightfully knew some of the things that I needed to change. It just was not an option anymore if I wanted to pass forward into new life, as I say it, you know, the transformation. So we experience death and rebirth many times in life. And now I look at transformation with new eyes, you know. It's like I'm surrounded by light and miracles within the transformation. So what a beautiful way to go through the hardships of life because we will all have them but to go through them insightfully like being held and soothed you know throughout it it's just such a beautiful experience that I can't you know unless you've been through it yourself and there are ways for people to go through it this way by connecting to higher energy and higher vibrations through energy technologies where do you find yourself today now that you're on the other side of that transformation? I feel renewed. I feel, I know it's a rebirth. And I've unblocked um, energy. I've drained, you know, and cleansed on a cellular level. And it's just opening up the door to the creativity. While I was sick, I actually created two products, <laughs> which are out on the market now. And I knew it was like all of this was just being divinely, you know, guided. So, okay, you know, you can't get up and you can't go outside right now because you don't quite have the energy. But the energy of creativity and being creative is a very positive and powerful energy. You're telling the universe and you're telling every cell in your body, I get the message, I'm healing, and I'm moving forward at the same time with what's oh, to come. I love it. Yeah, so it was just a, a very um, kind of a beautiful experience, which, you know, how do you say when you've been so ill, 
um, if I didn't have the insight that I had, I would have been petrified. Right. Right. And that is, and that is everything in that statement. The, the allowing, accepting, and understanding, and doing what you needed to do to heal and grow. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have to do it anyhow. Or you could choose not to and live in misery. Right. And live in fear and uh, have your world and your life not making sense. Or you can bow to it and say, okay, if this is my lesson and this is my journey and I need to pass through this and I need to figure this out, I need to step into it. Stepping into fear actually dissolves it. So the greatest secret of transformation is to say, okay, I witness and I, I understand that transformation is here. And these are the things, the messages that I'm getting. What, the minute I start taking action and stepping into them, the unseen forces come to my aid. And that is what motivates me to step into fear. And stepping into any challenge, you know, maybe it's not a you know, full-blown fear, but any challenge, like every moment of the day can bring like challenges to us. And just looking at them differently and going, this is just a challenge. How am I going to bring light to it? And how am I going to get through it? There is a way. Not, there is no way, oh my God, uh, and then blocking, opening up to it and saying, okay, I will wait for the universe too to guide me and bring forth the knowledge and the answers. I just love that because it puts you in this place of, uh, of more ease when you say, okay, I'm going to do my part and then I'm going to trust. Yes. And surrender. And you say that, you know, the height of where we can go is infinite and that if we're willing to take part in the energy practices to, that share these gifts, you know, everything changes if, 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 yeah. we're, if we're present for that. And yeah, you're, I, I just love listening to you share this information. And the more women that we can uh, bring into the fold to learn more about this and we don't have to be paralyzed by fear. We don't yeah. have to be knotted up by the oh my God, I'm, I'm so afraid and what's going to happen next? And because all it does is, is make things worse. Yeah. And it just does. It, you just, you have to let go. You have to surrender. And surrendering is just a, it's a scary thing. But once you learn how to yes. do it, wow, it, it's so powerful. And a lot of pe women, uh, one of the things I, I say in my practice, you know, you have to be willing to get sacred. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't want to bow down which is surrender in itself. Sure. But be letting go of the ego and admitting and agreeing and believing that there are unseen forces that can help you. If you don't want to believe that, it's not going to happen. Mm. So tell me uh, and our listeners how you relate to your body and sexuality and, and power as a woman. I relate so differently than I have for a good part of my lifetime in receiving and making that connection to higher awareness, to this higher vibrational energy that gives me insight. When I raise my, the vibration of energy inside my cells to higher levels, I can connect with real beauty. So not just beauty, oh, the body, you know, the flawlessness that 
society teaches us. Right. <clears throat> I have an experience in being overwhelmed in the celebration and the recognition of who I really am. And that's not being full of ego. That is, it has to come from a place of honor and reverence always that you find the beauty inside you. So I'm honored to be um, a woman. Mm. I'm honored to be a mother. I'm honored that I have been given the opportunity to use my power to actually create life because I am feminine <laughs> and that is my sexuality that I have been given this beautiful gift um, so I look at my um, being female um, and in regards to sexuality whatever I feel more vital I feel more radiant and more powerfully beautiful than I have ever felt in my life because of this connection um, to higher vibrations and I'm so grateful for it uh, I can't even tell you it's changed my life and the way that I look at my own power which flows through me mm -hmm. I have to remember it, it, it's not you know I say my own power but it's my own power because of that that flows through me it's not mine <laughs> right you know it is the universal energy that well I and it's yes that you've been practicing and consciously aware of and practicing to increase that energy and to attract more of that energy and to be in that place you said that you've become an expression of this alchemical gift i mean that's wow yeah. and i mean those are beautiful words and there's probably even more beautiful ones right you know right. that i just not even aware of in this moment but that's what i see it as wow it's such a gift it's learning to um how to use it you know i feel like it's like a little kid you know that's been given a magic wand hmm. and you you kind of like oh you try a magic trick and and it doesn't work out and something falls to the ground but you're learning to utilize the energy you're learning how it's a process and once you learn how and you get better at you become masterful and that is what i would want for every well i say every woman because i'm a woman's health educator but it can work for men too i mean we're all energy beings so anyone can do this and it is our god-given gift to be able to do this problem with society is that this is blocked it, you know it's seen as kind of uh, weird you know outside the box thinking yet there's millions of people who know about it and millions who don't what comes up for you when you hear the phrase walk in beauty oh i love it i i this is a very large part of the teaching that i do i actually just finished well today is my last day of my 11 day sacred sadhana so a sacred sadhana is you know, a spiritual practice, energy raising practice that you do every day to really connect and become beauty. So for me, walking in beauty is, you know, everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you think, everything that you eat, everything that you breathe mm -hmm. is beauty. So you start breathing that vibration into your life. Heaven is on the same vibration. So if you just start simply by 
increasing the energy in your body, you can start your walk in beauty by placing things in your life that actually are beautiful, even if it's just a physical thing. You know, I like this lamp. I like this. This is beautiful. So just even on that level. And then creating beautiful food, food that has high vibrations in it so that it can feed you on a cellular level. And then that's beautiful. And then listening to beautiful sacred mantras that are created by gurus, you know, to actually change the vibration inside you, that's beautiful. And creating beautiful experiences for people, that's beautiful. Looking at the beauty, even when, you know, you might come upon things that aren't so beautiful, but finding the beauty in it, that's an experience of walking in beauty. What are some of your very favorite sacred feminine rituals? I have, I have many. And um, as I listened to your most recent um, interview with Kendra Thornbury, mm -hmm. it was very beautiful, a very beautiful interview too. And I was sitting sometimes going, oh my God, like I am one with her. <laughs> because there were so many things she was saying. I would say that would be exactly my response. You know, that I just feel that there's, you know, my Everything I do in a day is now a sacred feminine ritual. <laughs> My whole day is a sacred sadhana. I did sit down just in this, you know, last year towards the end of it. And my experience that I shared with um, two beautiful women, um, which we talked about at the opening, Christine Carlson and Tam Gerlach, which you have synchronistically come to know, I actually sat in a room with these amazing women and experience the power, their own power and the vibration that they carry, which is just totally amazing. Um, the experience is just beautiful because they're so full of vibrational energy and they're, they walk in beauty. I mean, they're so, they've become it. Mm -hmm. Then you get these people in a room. So we had this experience where we just brought our own energy technologies to the table. Um, both uh, Tam and Christine are priestesses. So they shared some of that um, technology with us. And then I did some uh, Kundalini miracle meditation. At When we finished the experience, it got to a place where it was like, I, we were looking at each other like, it, it was like we were in bliss. <laughs> and we were going like, okay, we have to like do this like more often. We have to go out into the world and do this. So I thought of all of the things that I would, um, that I really loved was sitting with other women in this sacred space and getting sacred with them and the power and the beauty in, in that. So it is one of my most favorite things. It is why I created, like, you know, I say, carry the vibration of miracles with you, created a miracle bracelet so that we start teaching women, you know, saturating ourselves in these beautiful circles that we're doing and then getting connected to all the technologies and all of the ways that we can just keep adding the vibration because we're not going to be perfect in every moment. So that is absolutely one of my most favorite. The experience that I had with these two women was so amazingly beautiful. It has inspired me to recreate it, you know, in every experience now that I have. How else do you embody being a sovereign goddess? I think 
my effort to continue even amidst the challenges of life. And when I, you know, when I talk about living, you know, magic and miracles, some people can go like, oh, yeah, what, you know, this is not real. It really is real. I think the part that some people don't know is embracing being this sovereign goddess is embracing the truths of some things that aren't so easy, that are filled with challenge and possibly fears. And I think coming full circle to say, wow, I've actually been able to um, experience the magic and miracles, you know, and it, at an expedited rate, I've had that experience. And now I've actually been able to figure out a way through the guidance that I've been given to actually face the challenges of life with beauty and grace as well. And that for me is kind of just bumping up the level when we can actually see things that don't have a lot of beauty in them to, you know, to our human eye and seeing beyond it and finding the compassion and the beauty in all of it. For example, just even, you know, going through seeing fear as beautiful mm-hmm. is, you know, most people would go, you are, you're nuts. Like that's, <laughs> that is impossible. Seeing death as beautiful and my greatest fear, uh, I would say that has really stood out is my, my fear of dying. Even though I was given the gift of experiencing the other side and it was so beautiful um, and I didn't want to come back. Um, but at the same time, um, walking through the insight, I feel with my Kundalini Yoga too, it is literally, there are understandings that come to you that this undying aspect, now I know, and because I have the ability to connect to the other side, this is one of the things that has happened to me in this whole process. I actually have experiences, ongoing experiences. I, I have a relationship with my mom on the other side, and I have for years, even beyond this more excelled version of my connection to the other side. Um, so that's another thing, you know, looking at, I mean, death is such an awful, scary experience. Where would you find beauty in that? You know, having that experience. I've had it with people, people that are very challenging and, and difficult, and, you know, they're outside of them, you know, their approach to you is very dishonoring. There, it's almost like there's an ugliness there, but I've, I've actually had experiences with people where I've been able to look beyond, find the compassion, and find the things about them that are masterful, and realize that they're just someone that is struggling, and they're not quite connected to the power. And it's such a gift to be able to see that and to show them loving kindness and to be able to see the jewel inside even when they can't. I mean, that for me is, uh, you know, one of my gifts is to be able to see that in people and and if they let me, to help them see it too, to be that mirror and or to help them to, to scrub that mirror clean. It's just an honor to be to be able to see it and, and, and to be able to support those who, who wish to, to receive the support. I mean, it's so beautiful because we're continuing to grow and learn in every moment too. So then you become in partnership in this sharing of this experience. You know, you teach me, I teach you. And it's not about I'm better than you, you're better than me. We're just in sync with each other because there's knowledge and experiences and 
um, mastery <laughs> that mm. you have that you have that I could never have because of my life experiences and vice versa. We experience each other's greatness. What a gift. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your inspiration for Real Beautiful. My inspiration for the book began, um, you know, I've worked in the healthcare system for, oh, well, over 25 years. And I had this passion to really in behind, you know, when I got outside of the hospital and kind of taught, you know, in nursing, I got to the point where it was like, I just, in myself, I was searching, you know, to feel good to feel genuinely good about who I was. I never really felt good enough. And I had a lot of experiences around me with other women that were relating this same concept to me. So I was going to create this book that was going to have, you know, every tip for a woman to feel good about who she was, her beauty, everything. And then as I was, you know, you know, you write down so many different tips <laughs> that you get to the point where you have to kind of like pare things down. And interestingly and synchronously enough, I was um, guided through to energy technologies and I could see that that was, everything was going to do with energy. So really looking at ourselves as an energy being and utilizing that to become powerful and feel good about who we really are and expressing our real beauty. Well, I would love to review the book for you in a, a future Transformation Goddess book review that, that I do monthly because I think that our listeners and, and the, the women who come and play at Transformation Goddess would love to learn more about it, and I know they can at your website as well. Yes, definitely. Come and check out the website um, if you want to sign in. I do have, you know, if you sign in, you... Um, I do have an audio which does have a waterfall meditation within it, but it is a bit of information to help kind of people, bring people closer to the idea of understanding ourselves as energy beings. It's a great segue into the book. And I do have a downloadable um, sparkling heart. So you can download the template, you can cut out hearts and sparkle them with friends. Um, it is to represent, you know, the lighting up um, of women's hearts across the world with this knowledge so that they too can become powerful. How can our readers and listeners contact you? They can um, connect with me. I do have a real beautiful Facebook page and I do share lots of insights there. Um, they can come to my website, www.realbeautiful.ca. So you can connect with me there. And then, you know, I'll send you sparkling insights in into your inbox <laughs> you know so and updates with things that are going on like uh, my last email I basically kind of debuted and announced you know these two new products that I have that help to bump up the energy vibration so please check those out too my new miracle bracelet that has uh, gemstones that carry very high vibrations um, to connect us with miracles to keep us on those higher vibrations and I have a, a Ramadasa which is a very sacred kundalini mantra for healing and power um, I've created an aromatherapy experience um, in a bottle <laughs> so mm. that you bring this to your to your sacred circles to to share that vibration of that as well it just helps to bump up the vibration and we need to keep doing whatever we can 
to keep the vibration high. I agree. And when I hear you say sparkling, it's almost, I can feel the sparkle. I can Mm. hear the shimmer of the, of the sound that I think is associated with that. And, and I know that how much love and energy that you've put into everything that you offer. And I I think that it's such a wonderful opportunity to get to know you. Thank you for sharing your free gift. Thank you for sharing a little bit more about your story and your book and your business. I just, I am so grateful to know you and to have connected with you today. Well, I mean, right back at you, as they say, I'm so grateful to you in meeting you and in the synchronistic ways that we did meet. And uh, always love just and feel honored to be connected with women that are on this level. It is just so much fun. It's so sacred and it's so beautiful. So I have to be extremely grateful for that opportunity that you've given me today as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you so much. Satnam. Thanks for listening. I invite you to visit transformationgoddess.com to download Walk in Beauty in 15 Minutes, a gorgeous audio series to help you awaken the goddess within you.